0: One, if you want to learn about the secrets of the millionaire mind and abundance, this live is for you. Continue to watch. I feel like I've been live the entire week. I was live last night for like almost two hours with the gang. What's up, everybody? It's just joining Grand Rising. Let's start the weekend off with the mindset of a millionaire. What is that like? How do we do it? Joe Astrid's in the house. Grand Awakening. What's up, Bob? Hi everybody. I have so many books around me right now. So just like picking like, which one am I gonna read from? But I'm gonna read from The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. But Gary is in the house too. I'm gonna read from the Abundance book first. I'm gonna read like a little quote from the Abundance book. I don't know if anybody's ever seen this book before, but my sister got it for me a while ago. And it's it's a mess. I've read it, I haven't read all of it. I don't ever read books fully. Um, That's just the way that my mind works. Hi, everybody that's joining. Um, So again, we're going to be talking about the abundance mindset. What does it mean to have an abundance mindset? And for a long time in my life, I often talk about this. My mindset around money was that money is hard to come by, that you have to work really hard to make money. And I created a lifestyle around that belief. I did it. My subconscious mind did. I believed I have to work really hard to get money, which was dancing, right? I danced until I couldn't dance anymore. I danced to the point where my entire body was just in chronic pain all the time. And I just believed that about myself that money is not easy to make and I have to work hard to get it. So my subconscious mind created this whole entire lifestyle based on that and that's how life works. That's how the projection of life works. We project things from our inner world into our outer world. So if my inner beliefs are, I'm just not good at this, or I just need enough money to pay my bills, whatever my beliefs are about abundance, right? That's what my inner world is. So my outer world has to also reflect that. So we're going to talk about that and how God plays a role into this because a lot of people think that poverty is virtuous and it isn't. Money is easy. It is our birthright. There it is. Money is our birthright. Okay. A prosperity compilation. The abundant life for each individual is the will of God. God is the source of all prosperity and is forever providing us with whatever we need in abundant measure. So God will provide us with whatever we need. What is our need? Our need is our belief. So if our need is, I just need X amount of dollars to pay these bills and then I'm good. God will provide you with that. That is your belief. That is where your consciousness lies. So your outer world will project that into your reality. You will just have enough. But again, God is the source of all prosperity, whether it's a lot or a little. We get to decide that, what it's going to be. It's not out of luck that people get wealthy or abundant Wealth and abundance are two different things, right? It's all according to what you believe that that is for yourself. But it's not about luck. It's not about, well, they were born into wealth because there are people that were born completely poor, that had nothing, that are now multimillionaires and billionaires. And it's all because of a mindset. It's all because of that inner driving force, that inner belief system that I deserve to have more, that I deserve to have all the things that I desire, Right? Money itself will not necessarily make a person happy, but a prosperity consciousness will bring forth poise, confidence, contentment, peace, joy, and freedom from the fear of lack, in addition to tangible supply. So money without the consciousness for it is not our objective. What we want is a spiritual understanding that God is our all-sufficiency of supply in all things. Thus, money becomes a spiritual experience when we work with the principle. It's interesting that people who have evolved in consciousness to where they can truly be called super beings have little concern for demonstrating supply. And the reason is because they recognize that they are the boundless wealth of the universe in expression. They are the boundless wealth of the universe in expression. We are all boundless. We don't have limitation. The only limitations that we have are the limitations that we give ourselves. I can't do that. It's just too hard. Oh, I could never be that thin. I just, you know, I eat too much junk. Everything that we tell ourselves in the negative context is a limitation and it's also an excuse, but I'm just not good at sales. I'm just not good at building. And if it's something, if it's the business that you're in, right, and you're not excelling in it, And you constantly make up these excuses as to why you can't have more. You are living and embodying a state of lack. When you constantly say, oh, it's just too hard. I can't do that. Oh, I wish I could be as good as this person at that. You live in a state of lack because every single one of us can do things well. It's all a decision on what you want to do with your life. Do you want to live in a space from lack and victimhood? I'm not good enough for this. I wish I could be like him or her. Why don't I have that? It's coming from a state of lack. We all have resources. I have resources all around me right now. I can choose to not read any of these resources and continue to embody ignorance just because I feel like being a victim. I have all these books, but I just don't have time to read them. We can make every excuse literally in the book. That we can manage. So we don't have to work hard. So we can continue to be a victim of our reality. So we continue to feel bad for ourselves. So we can continue to tell that same story. Maybe that story gets you attention. Hey you. (laughs) Andre in the house. Whatever story that you tell yourself. I promise you. You're going to live it. As within. So without. Without. These are not just made up expressions. Whenever we talk about manifestation or whenever people in manifestation community, there's always people that will say, this is new age stuff. This is this. This is that. You want to give it a label. If you want to live your life as a victim, you have every right to do so. I'm not trying to tell you any different. No one else is trying to tell you any different, but there are many people who just want to learn more. There are many people who want to acquire knowledge. Why? Because knowledge is power and that empowers us, right? If we don't learn about these things, how will we ever know to get further? And people manifest every minute of the day without trying, without knowing any of this stuff, good or bad. It automatically happens because it's a part of our consciousness. It's not something that was just made up a couple hundred years ago. You look at all the big philosophers and the Jesus, Buddha, all of them spoke of these things. Speaking things into existence. Those are our superpowers. Whether you want to take advantage of them or not, again, is up to you as an individual. <laughs> you feel me? So, this is from Secret of the Millionaire Mind. And again, I always say this. The dollar amount... Is not important when it comes to wealth and abundance because wealth looks different to every single one of us. Right? Wealth could be having a little bit more than you need, wealth could be having just what you need because maybe there were times in your life you didn't have anything. But if you're limiting the things that, you're, that you can have or the amount that you can have, you're still coming from a space of not having it all or not believing, more so not believing that you can have it all. Like if you said, if I said, every single person on here, write down without limitation, all the things that you desire in your life. What do you want? If money was no object, if there was no limit, what would you write down? I can guarantee that almost every person on here Would start to write something and be like, oh, no, that's not realistic. I can't do that. Or, oh, my God, I would really love to own my own hotel in Bora Bora. Yeah, but that'll never happen. Your limiting mind comes into play immediately. And even though we're saying this is the exercise, there is no limitation. Oh, I really always wanted to have my own farm with 10 horses. Yeah, but this this horse costs this amount of money. How am I ever going to get that? automatically our minds start to go to a space of lack, limitation. Every single one of us. Unless there's people in here that have really been doing this work for a long time. I still do it. If I'm like writing down the things that I want, that limiting belief system still comes up to test me. Who's putting the cap on what you can have? Who's telling you that you can't have it except for yourself? You're the only person that is limiting you. I am the only person that is limiting me based on a list of my beliefs that I grew up with my entire life. How are you going to do that? You'll never be able to afford it. You have this amount of money in your bank account. Who's Who's going to fund it? Right? Who's going to do it? There are a couple of things on my list that have been on my list for over probably eight years. And I am so much closer to getting that. And it's a big thing. Mega money involved. But I'm not allowing that to limit me to say, yeah, but it's going to cost this much money. I don't know how to do this. How am I going to do that? Surround yourself with the people that know how to do these things. Ask questions. Start grabbing books and educating yourself. There's this one guy that's opening all these gyms. And this dude is just a hustler and a half, right? So we started opening gyms around here. And um, in like the Pennsylvania area, this person didn't graduate from high school. He never paid attention in school. He came from not having anything, right? He got himself and surrounded himself with all these type of books, the secrets of the millionaire mind, the abundance book, the science of getting rich, all of these type of books, right? That explain the formulas of how to run a successful business, how to have the right mentality to do it. That's first and foremost, getting your mind, right? Getting into hustle mode. He educated himself with books. He did not go to school. He educated himself with books on how to become successful. This guy had no money. By the time he was 25, he was a multimillionaire. Why? He didn't allow the amount of money that his family made or the amount of money that was in his bank account to determine whether or not he was going to be successful. He had a mindset where there was no limitation. If I can just get my hands on these books, if I can just read about people that other people that did this, other people that became successful. How did they do it? I can do it too. And it's the same thing with every person that's in here listening right now. You can do it too. There is no limitation except for your own mind and your own mentality. That is the only limitation that we have is ourselves. There's nobody standing in front of us saying, you can't do this, but yes, you can do that. You can't do this. It's only in our consciousness. If we grow up with that victim mentality, I have to hold on to my money. I can't spend it because then I'm not going to get it back. If we come from those spaces, the universe can only give us what we believe that we can have. And if we believe that we can't have it, we have to hold on to it. The universe can only give us that back. Well, I can't give you any more because you got to hold on to it. You got to hold on to it. Instead of letting things go, opening up the energy space, So that you can receive. You can give and you can receive. I'm going to give you this much money, but I'm going to make it back 10 times. What is your beliefs about your abundance and the abundance mindset? So we'll get into Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Wealth file number nine. Rich people are bigger than their problems. Poor people are smaller than their problems. When I read this, I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? And I started reading it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. As I said earlier, getting rich is not a stroll in the park. It is a journey that's full of twists, turns, detours, and obstacles. The road to wealth is fraught with traps and pitfalls. And that's precisely why most people don't take it. And that is true. There's a lot of people that are lazy, that just don't want the responsibility. They'd rather live life small and feel safe where they are. I feel safe here, so I'm just going to stay over here. Yeah, I don't make a lot and I don't do this. And maybe that's some people are happy with that, right? They're content with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But my whole belief is go big or go home, right? Go big or go home. I can't think small. It's not in my genetic makeup. Although I came from my, both my parents when we were younger, all they did was fight about money. I didn't come into this earth with a silver spoon and everything handed to me and all this stuff, right? But I listened to them fight about money all the time and there was that limitation that I had for the first part of my life. Living life as a dancer. Not using my full abilities in life for me to prosper. I believe that I had to feel like shit to make money. So I would dance all the time and just be in pain all the time. And that was what I manifested because that's what I believed. That's that's what I grew up with. Right? That mindset that it was just like, ah, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to take leaps, take risks with things. Because I was just like, I don't know if I could do it. I, there was self-doubt. There was doubt. And it was only my own mind that was limiting me to that. It wasn't people telling me like, nah, you shouldn't do that or no, you can't do that. It was my own mind that was telling me, nah, you can't do that. How are you going to afford it? Where are you going to get money? Who's going to support this? Therein lies one of the biggest differences between rich people and poor people. Rich and successful people are bigger than their problems. I think I read that already. (laughs) Poor people will do almost anything to avoid problems. They see a challenge and they run. The irony is, is that in their quest to make sure they don't have problems, they have the biggest problem, all, problem of all, they're broke and miserable. The secret to success is not to try to avoid or get rid of or shrink from your problems. The secret is to grow yourself so that you are bigger than any problem. And this is a good visual. He says, on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest, imagine you are a person with a level two strength of character and an attitude an attitude looking at a level five problem. From a level two perspective, a level five problem would seem like a really big problem. You're down here and here's your problem and you're looking at it like, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna do this? Right? We don't go into problem solving mode, we go into victim mode. I'm reading from Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Now imagine you've grown yourself and become a level eight person. So you went from a level two, to a level eight person. Would the same level five problem be a big problem or a little problem? Magically, the identical problem is now considered a little problem. Finally, imagine you've really worked hard on yourself and became a level 10. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Okay, pinned. Okay, so imagine now that you're a level 10 person. Now is this same level five problem, a big problem or a little problem? The answer is that it's no problem. (laughs) Inappropriate, random comments, inappropriate. Don't get triggered, don't get triggered. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Okay, so the answer is that it's no problem. It doesn't even register in your brain as a problem. There's no negative energy around it. It's just a normal occurrence to handle, like brushing your teeth or getting dressed. So once we are at our highest self, right? I'm not laughing about that. It's not even funny. It's just beyond inappropriate. So once you get to that higher level of yourself, right? Things, it's not Joseph Murphy. It's it's um, Harv Ecker. Things don't even bother you because you're like, I can solve the problem or I have people to solve the problem for me, right? When we believe that big that we can have other people to do things for us, when we believe that limitless, then it's like, oh, that's nothing. Okay, we got this. Okay, what else else is going on in the company today, right? Note that whether you're rich or poor, playing big or playing small, problems do not go away. If you're breathing, you will always have so-called problems and the obstacles in your life. Uh, the size of the problem is never the issue. What matters is the size of you. What matters is the size of our mentality, how that is, right? How our mentality is, what we're thinking about all the time. If we look at everything as a problem, it's always going to be a problem. If we look at everything and say, hey, it'll get worked out. and There'll be a solution that's going to come to me. That is your blind faith that it's going to work out. So it will, but if you're looking at it, you're like, oh my God, like for example, somebody that I was in a relationship with, (laughs) this person looked at everything as catastrophic. I never knew what it was going to be like when I answered the phone meltdowns every day. Everything was literally catastrophic. Oh my God. This person said this to me today. And like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm just like. Please get your balls and put them back in your pants. Okay. I'll go get them in my purse and I'll give them back to you. Okay. I don't know what your issue is. Every single day was a meltdown. So if you're looking at life as every day, you're going to be victimized. Someone's going to say something mean to me. This is going to happen to me. Oh my God. I I scratched my tire on the curb. If every day is a fucking catastrophe for you. Guess what? You're only going to have a catastrophic life. If there's drama in your life every day and just literally you stub your toe and the rest of your day is awful because of it. Guess what? The rest of your life. The rest of your life is going to unfold like that. I guarantee it. I don't even have to know. But I know. Because I didn't make this up. I didn't make the rules. It's just the way that it goes. If every day you are victimized, you're never going to be a victor unless you change your mindset. I, I'm, it's just the way that it is. (laughs) Guys, this is what I dealt with for way too long in a relationship. Okay. (laughs) I can't, I cannot. This may be painful. Putting your balls back in your pants. It may be painful. But if you're ready to move to the next level of success you're going to be have to you're going to have to become conscious of what's going on in your life is that problem that you have really a problem or are you making it one because when you become a victim you get attention from people and you get help from people until people are sick of your shit then they're just like all right I can't deal with this anymore you got to go and like get your shit together right But some people are literally a victim of their own mind because it gets them attention from people. Oh, my back is just, oh, my back hurts again today. Whatever it is, the complaining, the victimization of yourself. For some people, that's their story. And they live their life like that because that's their story. If they didn't have that story, they'd be lost. They identify with their problems. There are so many people that identify with their problems. And if they didn't have their problems, they would have no identity. They wouldn't know what to do if they couldn't complain about something. Actually, they would. They would find something else to complain about. Some people love to be the victim. And I ain't one of them. If you have a big problem in your life, all that means is that you are being a small person. Don't be fooled by appearances. Your outer world is merely a reflection of your inner world. If you want to make a permanent change, stop focusing on the size of your problems and start focusing on the size of you. You're always looking at everything as a huge obstacle in life. Oh, what am I going to do? I got to pay this bill. How am I going to do this? Did you see what happened to me yesterday? you're constantly living in that state of mind you're not focusing on the size of you you're focusing on the size of your problems and when you focus on what you focus on grows so if you're focusing on your problems those problems are only going to grow bigger but when you start focusing on yourself and you bring everything back to yourself and inward and you realize that i'm not a circum i'm not a victim of these circumstances I'm victimizing myself through my consciousness. I'm victimizing myself through my own beliefs about myself. Then you have nobody else to blame but self. One of the not-so-subtle reminders I give participants at a seminar is whenever you feel as if you've got a big problem, point to yourself and scream, mini-me, mini-me, mini-me. I don't really know what that means. That will abruptly wake you up and move your attention back to below, which is on yourself then coming from your higher self rather than your ego-based and victim self take a deep breath and decide right now in this very moment you will be a bigger person and not allow any problem or obstacle to take you out of either your happiness or your success how many of us take ourselves out of moments of happiness or our success by having that by going back to your old story which is maybe you're having like the most amazing time. I know that there's people in here that feel this way because I still, it still happens to me. When, something, when my life is going really amazing. My old story will try to creep back in and make me feel guilty about feeling that level of success. Feel guilty about having that level of happiness. If we allow the old story to continue to come back, that's all that we can create in our reality. But when we have those old, that old story that wants to come back in, you have to shut it down. Thoughts create, thinking destroys, right? So if it's just a thought that it says to us, you don't deserve that. If you sit there and think about it and be like, yeah, I don't, you know, this person doesn't have this and I have all these things and thoughts create, thinking destroys. But if you have that thought, ah, I'm not deserving, right? Right. And then you just let it go. You say, I am so happy and I'm so grateful for this happiness. I'm so grateful for this this abundance. I'm so grateful for, for these opportunities. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thoughts create, thinking destroys. So if you just allow that negative thought to pass you instead of starting to think about it, ruminate on that thought, thoughts create, thinking destroys. The bigger the problem you can handle, The bigger business you can handle, the bigger responsibility you can handle, the more employees you can handle, the more customers you can handle, the more money you can handle, and ultimately the more wealth that you can handle. Again, your wealth can only grow to the extent that you do. The objective is to grow yourself to a place where you can overcome any problem or obstacles that get in the way of creating your wealth and keeping it once you have it. By the way, keeping your wealth is a whole other world and a whole different story. Who knew? I sure didn't. I thought that once you made it, you made it. But boy was I in for a rude awakening as I proceeded to lose my first million almost as fast as I made it. Now in hindsight, I understand what the issue was. At the time, my toolbox wasn't yet big and strong enough to hold the wealth I had achieved. So again, that's going back into the mindset. There are some times in our lives or some people that will attract a whole bunch of wealth to them. Let's just say... You attracted winning the lottery. You had this blind faith like I'm going to win the lottery and it's millions of dollars, right? If you don't have your toolbox ready to house that amount of finance, finances, abundance, whatever. How many people or how many stories have we seen in articles on the news about people that literally won the lottery and they lost that money as fast as they got it? Was one guy spending on like hookers and cocaine or something like that blew all the money that he had won in the lottery. There are people that will win the lottery and blow all their money because they don't believe that they're worthy of it. Right. They just spend it because they don't know how to. They don't know how to appreciate it. They don't know what to do with it. So their toolbox was not ready for that amount of wealth had this person had an abundance mindset they would say okay i'm going to invest my money in this i'm going to get a financial advisor and you would you would spend that money that's only going to make you more money because you have that mindset like yes i deserve this and this is amazing and this is how i can help this many people and i can do this with it and i can do that with it when we don't have a strong enough mindset of what to do with money or we feel that we don't deserve it We're not going to keep it. If you don't feel you're deserving of something, the universe can only match that energy. So if you got a new job and you made a million dollars in three months, but your whole inner being says to you, you don't deserve this. You know, you're going to lose this money. Like you made this much money now, but you're not going to be able to keep it. You have all these bills that you have to pay. And you constantly come from this limiting mindset. That money's going to go. But when we work on our mindset, when we work on our mentality and how we think and what we believe about money, everything starts to change. Everything starts to change. And that's with anything. That's with relationships. That's with the type of house that we live in. Anything. It's all about us feeling deserving of having these things. Us having gratitude for the things that we're receiving. But the crazy thing is is that so many people can manifest just because of how our consciousness works, whether you're a good person or a bad person. Like it doesn't, you don't only manifest because you're a good person. I mean, look at all the one percenters of the world. They're not good people. Right? It's all about their belief about the things that they can have. One of the reasons rich people are bigger than their problems goes back to what we discussed earlier. They don't focus on the problem. They focus on their goal. So again, in manifestation, if it's not your end, right, if it's not the state of the desire that you want to have, if it's not the state of living in the state of the wish fulfilled, you don't focus on the in-betweens that happen between you and your goal. You focus on the end goal. The in-between between now and your goal is called the bridge of incidents, right? Right. So the bridge of incidents is all of the things that unfold before your desired manifestation happens. And some people will see that as it's not happening Like, because unfavorable things are, can and will unfold in your bridge of incidents. The how we get from here to here in manifestation is not our concern. It's just like the analogy of planting a seed. You have no idea how a seed goes from, I planted the seed, I covered it with dirt and I'm watering it to the seed becoming a big tree. Like you don't know all the intricacies of how that seed grows into a little sprout and then more things come from that and all these little atoms have to come together for this to happen, for it to grow, grow, grow. We don't know how we get from a seed to a gigantic tree. We can imagine, right? We could use our imagination and say, well, I think it's this way. someone else will say, well, no, this is how it is. And someone else will say, well, scientists said that this is how it goes. But it's not our business of how that happens. You just have the blind faith that it happens. You don't watch a seed and just hope and pray every single day and just stare at it and wait for it to sprout out of the ground. You plant it and you leave it. And that's the same thing with when they're talking about people with wealth. They don't focus on their problem. They focus on what the end goal is. So if you know, you just bought this gigantic building where you're going to open your business and then all of a sudden the pipes break and windows are broken and the air conditioning doesn't work and you have all these problems. A person that comes from a victim state or a lack state would say, I knew I shouldn't have done this. I just wasted all my money on this. And now all these things are going on and what all this is happening. Right. And a person that has an abundance mindset or a limitless mindset will say, all right, we're going to handle those problems. It's not going to deter me from getting to my goal. It's just part of opening a business. Things are going to happen. There's just such different mindsets. One is coming from a victim state. Like, why did this happen to me? Now I have to spend all this money on the air conditioning and the windows that broke. And the, all, the, all the pipes are broken. Now I have to do all this. And how am I going to afford that? A person that has an abundance mindset says, all right, this is just part of the operations that, that open a business. You know, we're going to have some obstacles to overcome. it's not going to deter me deter me from my goal and again with manifestation you're here you have to get to here how that all unfolds we don't get to control that part if you see yourself living in the end and you feel it every single day it is not your concern how it all unfolds there's going to be some shitty things that happen along the way and that's testing your faith in the law of assumption it's testing your faith in the laws of the universe do i really believe that i can have this or am I going to allow these small things and obstacles that come in my way to say, ah, just, just forget it. You made a mistake. You lost the money. Just do something else. You're never going to have all these things. Which, which mindset are you going to choose? And that's all about what it is. is it's is literally just a choice of choosing what mentality we're going to walk into the world with every single day. Rich and successful people are solution-oriented. They spend their time and energy strategizing and planning the answers to challenges that come up and creating systems to make certain that problem doesn't occur again. Poor and unsuccessful people are problem-oriented. They spend their time and energy bitching and complaining and seldom come up with anything creative to alleviate the problem, let alone make sure it doesn't happen again. (sighs) I'm sure we all know people like that. Maybe some of us are like that, right? That we just always come up with excuses of just, you know, I'm just going to do away with this. I'm just going to keep complaining about it. And you don't come up with anything that is solution based. And there was a couple of people that I was really close to all the time. That's all that they would talk about is the problems. If I would bring up an idea, they'd be like, yeah, but you shouldn't do this first. You should probably do that first. Or yeah, but that's like, that's like next level stuff. Like maybe you should start smaller, get away from me. If you have that mindset, Get away from me. Julie, who I I work with and and she does all my stuff for my retreats, anything that I ask her to do, or if I want to create something, she's like, I'm like, yeah, but should we do this? And she's like, listen, anything, you can create anything that you want. So why would you go smaller? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm not. I'm not. Go big or go home. So there's sometimes that I'll catch myself where I'll be like, ah, maybe I shouldn't do this. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to do this. Right? So if you have people surrounding you that are telling you to be smaller, are those the people that you really want to be around you? Yeah, but, you know, you don't have any experience with that. So maybe you should start doing like something little first. No, I don't want dream crushers around me. You're crushing my dreams, you're cramping my style of my consciousness. I don't want it. Who are you going to surround yourself with? because show me your friends and I'll show you who you are." right? If you're around people that want to win, if you're around people that are constantly talking about bigger things, or are you around someone that says, "Oh, I know, like that's awesome, but the economy is bad right now. People can't afford. Don't put limitations on anybody else's abilities or inabilities. You're having this mindset that because the way that the economy is right now, that everyone is suffering, because that's not true. That is not true at all. Are there people struggling? Absolutely. Are there people that are making more money than they've ever made in their life? Absolutely. You get to decide... Where you're going to live. Where's your head going to be? I want to start this amazing business. I have this amazing idea. Yeah, but the economy's not good right now. Oh my God, I want to do this. And this is going to be so amazing. And I'm going to create all these things. Yeah, but people can't afford that. There were people around me. For a long time. You shouldn't do this because... Of this factor. You shouldn't do that because of that factor. I never listened to what anybody told me. Ever. I would always take matters into my own hands and into my own mind and say. I'm doing this no matter what. And the right people are going to surround me. To support that. Right Amy. If you build it they will come. Literally. Literally. I went to get a facial yesterday with this woman. She's amazing. And she moved from San Diego to this small town in Pennsylvania. And she decided she was going to open her own business. It's adorable. It's so cute. And she then decided that she was going to create, like, one-day retreats for women. She's new to to the place, you know, and she created these retreats. And... People came to these retreats and they were like, oh, my God, these, this is so amazing. Like, Can we do this more often? Can, you know, can this happen? Like when you build something and you have blind faith in it that it's going to be a success, you will attract people that are on that same frequency that are looking for the same things as you are. So when I created the retreat, I had no idea what it was going to be like. I had no idea what it was going to be like. My first event, there was 40 people at this event. 40 people. I had no idea what to expect. I just had blind faith that this is what people need right now. And this is my mission in life is to help bring people together and to create a healing space for people to go to. And I had no idea what was going to happen. I just knew that this is what I am called to do. And it was so successful. When I say successful, I don't mean from a monetary value. I wish I did. I was in debt 10,000. It was so successful on a soul level that I was literally severely depressed for more than a month after, after the retreat. And I'm like, how can I create this life every single day? Right? Because again, abundance doesn't have to mean money. Abundance is having like an abundance of happiness and joy, an abundance of gratitude, an abundance of love. Abundance doesn't have to mean money. It's literally whatever you want it to mean, whatever that means to you. There are people that could be completely happy with no money. They live on the street, and I said this before, but they have their dog that they love right next to them. People give them food, and they're grateful. They have an abundance of companionship. They have a mindset that the universe will provide for me no matter what, and it doesn't mean money. Right? I have that been feeling that way after returning home, after traveling with and meeting aligned people. And that it's just a feeling that you can't describe. And I just knew that I had to create it. And what did I do? I had blind faith in it, I had no idea how to do it, but I surrounded myself with a small group of people that knew how to do these things, that knew how to get the things that I needed done. And I trusted them. Right? Benny, I'm rich and I'm happy and I'm grateful. Abundance of compassion, abundance of kindness, and abundance of wealth. I'm going to look like a men's fitness guy. Ben, I love it. So we'll leave it there today. So we read from Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and the Abundance book. Um... Good way to start the weekend. Nice, swift kick in the ass. I hope that you guys have a beautiful, beautiful weekend wherever you are. (laughs) I hear you on that one. And I will see you on Monday night. Monday night, I'm going to be talking all about my retreat. Actually, I'll see you Monday morning. Hello. I'll see you Monday morning, Manifesting Mondays on 9 at 9.30. And then Monday night at 10 p.m., we're going to be talking with the gang that's going to be speaking at the retreat. And it's going to be great. So have a beautiful weekend, everyone. Can relocating help change the energy? Even if you relocate from where I'm sitting right now to going outside, you're going to change your energy. Because you don't know what you're going to encounter on the outside. So relocating, yes, it's a great way to expand your energy, change your energy. If you're in a space that you're just like, I don't align with this space here. I don't don't feel alive here anymore. Find a place where you do feel alive because it is life-changing. But if you are feeling just right now, like, go outside. Go outside and listen to the birds. Go outside and say, I'm going to meet an amazing random person today. And maybe you'll just walk by a person that says, wow, you look amazing today. And that changes the whole course of your day, right? It changes your energy. So I always say, if you need to change your energy or environment, like, just go somewhere. Go drive somewhere and go walk somewhere. Go for a walk. You control your energy. If your space sucks, change it and your energy changes. I agree with that too. But sometimes space has just become so uninspiring. Maybe you've outgrown the space. Right? So if you've outgrown your space, where can you go? What can you do? Can you just go and get away for overnight or a weekend or a week or a month? Regroup with yourself. Right? I'm so grateful for you too, Ben. I hope you guys have an amazing morning and weekend and I will chat with you Monday morning. Adios.